about it is, yeah, you know, like you've got the two holes at the back. Yeah. Right? And you obviously put a bolt through, yeah? Yeah, they're normally elongated so you can move them to line them up. But the nice the nice thing is these ones have got like um, an adhesive layer on one side, yeah, but an L in it. So right. you can actually put the bolts through and sit, put the through like that. And then you can line them up really well with the seating position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you get the Allen key tool for it. And you also get a proper wing uh, spanner. It's just like a plastic thing, and it has a hole down the centre as well as the uh, size of the nut head, and it goes over it, and then you can just tighten up, and it's really well done. Well, yeah, you definitely need a properly adjusted toilet seat because there's nothing worse. Johnny won't have experienced this yet because he's not as old as you and I, is when the old man bag flaps underneath the seat as you're sitting down. Oh, don't talk about that, man. You just made me think about something. <laughs> oh man what an experience it i talk about it gave me a flashback years ago in the navy yeah um i was sitting on the toilet and you know johnny you know you get on ships you get 120 psi seawater yeah and i heard i was sitting there and i heard drip drip you can hear it coming. <laughs> and this thing went woof behind me yeah and i had to, it took about and you've got a, a lock off by the door into the shit house, like. Yeah. And I tell you what, by the time I got to that, there was about six inches of water. Oh. I tell you, nuts. But what reminded me of it the other day was, you know those auto um, wavy hand things? Yes. To actually yeah. flush your toilet? Oh, yeah. great. I don't know. This one must have been whatever. But I moved, and it went off while I was on the throne. Oh, yeah, I got a cold. Oh, yeah, bugger. <laughs> it was not very comfortable at all. The Japanese like that, though. What? You have them in the toilet? What? They have, they have all kinds of B-Day spray attachments with their modern toilets, uh, highly electronic, over-engineered crappers. Is this one of your brochures in your shed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any brochures in my shed. Or capoons. It looks like he's got just about everything else in there except for that. Oh, yeah. And here, oh, by the way. Oh, I've just just laid out the Christmas booze. I think there'll be enough for the week. Christmas booze. (laughs) For the week. I've laid out Ah. the Christmas booze, too. You know what it is? There'll be water. Council pop. Yeah. Very nice. Very, very nice. Yeah, oh no! You, you've got a can of wife beater in there somewhere. <laughs> there's four cans of wife beater, but <laughs> there's more. There's more lager upstairs. I don't drink that. I don't like it. I've got the Doom Bar and the London Pride. Doom Bar, the yeah, London Pride. Yeah. yeah. Well, is the wife beater for then? <laughs> uh, anyone who f-ing wants it. So I, I have I need... got. I've got an evening full of surprises. <laughs> oh, excellent. Well, we oh, you're yeah. not, He's not in all the festive of them. I, I just have a few, right? I just have mm. a few. So I suppose, well, let's just get started because I know you got to go. So, yeah, we got, I've got to walk to where we're going. It's, yeah. it's only about a 15 minute walk, but I've got to get changed and pick up the booze and food that we are taking as uh-huh. well. Okay. Sound check. I think you're all good. Yes. Uh, Thanks, ten, one, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> yeah, it's test <laughs> That's he just does it to test that you haven't gone into no, I'm, dementia I'm watching, yet, so you can fully I'm watching, Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but I'm watching this. So whenever you see, like, I'm, I need the levels. Whenever you guys talk, you see how I'm, oh, like, peaking just 
That's yeah. mine. I, so I need those like right near each other. So oh, when yeah, the, yeah. So when the Bar. software goes, you see where they're kind of like right next to each other. Bar. So yeah. So <laughs> when it goes through that? post, it it doesn't cut each like it equalizes everybody out. So I need that's why I do that's have excellent. you guys do that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I'll forget about that as soon as I am. Um... Uh, yeah, we all do. So, but that's okay because the software we have knocks everything together, so it's fine. So it, it just equalizes everybody. That's why whenever you hear it, we don't sound, we don't talk over each other. Like one's louder than the other. We're all the same. I'm, I'm seriously glad you told me all about this. Well, I'm, I hope he's so. being sarcastic. Because I'm telling you, for years, Johnny. He, he's. Oh dear. All right. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, I suppose, because it's the Christmas season, I suppose we'll throw this five minute clip in, you know, before we start, just for the sake of yeah, it, right? Just for I a chuckle. So why, why not? And for those that are wondering what we were actually discussing uh, when we first came in, Ned was talking about installing a toilet seat. So that's, that's something about that. I'm not oh, sure. I've done one. Got rid of yeah. the broken one. I thought there's nothing, you know, I was there's actually, nothing wrong with sliding was, off the toilet in the wrong direction. I was actually I was at the hardware store one day and I saw this uh, this toilet seat that had barbed wire in it. That's my that was my first thought was was you actually had one of those. Oh, that's a cool that's idea. Me. I like that. Yeah. I like. Well, it was clear. Obviously, it was like an acrylic, but it had like rusty yeah, barbed yeah. wire in it. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, I suppose we should get started. We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way. And I, I, I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, nine months, and 10 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside, uh, well, two, two, two wonderful Englishmen, Ned and Marty Foster. We are here for the year-end roundtable, so uh, we're going to get started. Ned, how are you? Um, I'm fine. I'm quite happy after installing that toilet seat. I, see, yeah. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. The satisfactory uh, level is massive. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure that it is. Wait, wait till tomorrow morning. I'm sure it'll be even better. So Those little task completion endorphins are racing all through your body at the moment, aren't they? Oh, they're battling over the fun. They really are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Marty, how are you? Uh, fair to middling, as I quite often say. Oh, I'm okay. We. We're going out for, for drinks around some friends tonight, um, and at least three of which are pretty heavy drinkers. So it, it could it could be fun. It could, it could be fun. There, there's there's some serious senses of humour amongst this lot that I'm going around tonight. And normally uh, they rely on, on me to be entertaining, 
I'm going to see if they can entertain me tonight. I, I might just take a bit of a back seat and be quiet for as long as I can. Who am I kidding? I ain't going to I was going to say, that's going to last all of 10 minutes. Two yeah. seconds. Two seconds. You're giving him plenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about you, Johnny? How are you? I'm okay. Uh, I've, I was actually experiencing a half a step away from the uh, the apocalypse that you and I were discussing yesterday because today is the last day before the shops start to close for the uh, the holidays, you know, the Christmas yeah. holiday. So it will be until, I believe, Tuesday until the shops will reopen. So it's, yeah, everybody oh. and their brother are out today buying everything that you can possibly right, imagine. Right, people, just so, just so you don't get caught out, I nearly got stiff today. I oh, went okay. to my Tell local- us about it. I yeah, went to my local convenience store. It's a co-op because uh, I could not be bothered to get in the car and go to a busy um, mainstream supermarket. And I bought several things, some booze as well. And I saw these cheap, just pound thirty-five Cadbury selection packs. Other chocolate manufacturers are also available, but you can't really beat Cadbury's and that Hershey stuff tastes like sick. So... I bought. Can, I, a can whole... I actually give you a bad message? No. The Ameri- let the me finish. Own Cadbury's. Fin- of course, they bloody do. They own everything. If they don't own it, the Chinese or the Swiss own it. So anyway, craft, well, don't forget about the chocolate. French. <laughs> uh, don't forget about the French. They've got Nestle and Unilever. So, well, they can stick them up the well, fathers, can't they? Um. Anyway, of course, it was it was one pound thirty five on the shelf per per box, right? And there's six items of chocolate in each box. And I thought, I know, I'll get them because my dear lady, um, she she constantly tries to make us all eat healthily and none of us are interested. So to make sure, yeah, okay, she gets a round of applause from Johnny, but Ned and I know, you she know where tried. we're going from. She tries to. Hey, don't, I literally don't just got out of the gym. Oh. Of course she's going to get a round of applause from me. <laughs> How come I always get dragged into the... Hey, it's his fault, man. He yeah, does the same sure. as me. <laughs> no, Ned, Ned told me to do it. Anyway, normally they say, do you want your receipt? And I normally say no, because I want to save paper, save the planet and all the rest of it. But this time I said yes. And despite the fact that these boxes were marked up as £1.35 on the shelf, I had been charged £2 a box. So I immediately... Went atomic. Went, yeah, got a <laughs> refund. And then bought a large litre bottle of Jack Daniels. No, not Jack Daniels, Jim Beam. Other bourbon whiskies are also available. <laughs> That's a fair swap, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that for, for for the for the refund, which is five pounds. So but what the, the reason the why I'm the story. <laughs> the moral of the story is check your receipts, people. Because there is sometimes a disconnect between what it says on the shelf and what they charge you. Um, and that's because their system is set up to automatically put the prices in off a barcode. So even though the supermarkets and the shops are going to be busy, it's going to be hectic, check your receipts before you leave the shop. You don't know if you're being stiffed or not. Oh, well, Marty, there is another side to this as well. Well, that's just a public service <laughs> It's just public service once we add to yours. Yeah, save 70p when you buy chocolates. We got it. That's what a, what a You know online, you, you, know, you know you don't like online buying, Martin. I don't. I hate online buying. Everyone should well, stop immediately. If you, go, if you go down the food route of it, yeah, they it seems like they have all these offers, you know, buy one, get one free, buy two, get another one free. Yeah, only available but when they get, online. But when they get to your door... 
right? You're supposed to be getting every cheap. All of a sudden, they're not in a basket because it's not available. So you would have paid less, but you end up paying more because you haven't got those items. And it's really yeah. juggles the whole thing up. It yeah. is it is a so, way of robbing you. Yeah, whenever possible, go to a frigging shop. Don't um don't buy online. What do they sell? Yeah, at a I agree. Shop? You can go to a sh- yeah. You got to go to a shop to to get <laughs> things like locally and stuff. I understand that, but sometimes, as Ned was talking about, there are specialty items that you just cannot get. Look, so, your uh, sex life doesn't mean that what? we have to no, that's what a frigging shop is you see a specialty well, yeah. shop that's what the Just specialty you need your specialty for, items yeah. for your various proclivities i can't say that word doesn't mean that we have to kill the high street get into ann summers or oh, second-hand ones in the charity shops other laundry and personal toy shops are also available. <laughs> should we um should we start? I, anyway? I suppose we should actually start and, and cover some serious topic this evening because I've got plenty of antics that we can discuss here shortly and I'm already well, laughing. I thought what? we were being serious. Well you are we being serious? <laughs> I, this is we're usually so serious all the time and I'm usually screaming about one thing or another, uh, and Marty's screaming about one thing or another, and Ned is the actual voice of reason along with Bruce. Ned so, sometimes that one thing. Yes, there is <laughs> Sometimes that one thing. I suppose we should talk about something that is somewhat relevant. Ned, you've always got good topics to, to cover on these things. What do you got? You got to have something this evening. Yeah, you. I've done nothing this week. I've been got thinking nothing. Christmas and whatever. But I could talk about the parameters of a replacement of a toilet seat, but I'm not going to. That's okay. Oh, yeah. You talked about it, enough no, about it. No, there is, some, there is something, actually, because those bastards in Europe... Uh, We've got so many Europe of them to... here. You're yeah, you're going to have to be more specific, Ned. I will be more specific. They had their Europe Day the other day. Do you know what Europe that means? Uh, is it like one. Earth Day for the, the environmentalists where it's on Lenin's birthday? No, yeah. this is where no. their police forces go out and try and sort the people out because they suffer from hate speech. <laughs> oh, go, for God's go into, sake. Go into, this, it's the third like, one. It's the third one. It sounds like some crackpot thing that the Irish or the French have done. Do you remember? Do you remember the uh, book we bought up uh, a while ago that had sort of? Um, I think it was by a. There's a satirist in um, Germany called C.J. Hopkins, or he might not have been in, but he, he he made a book, and the front cover was like a mask, one of those paper masks with the shadow of a swastika behind it, and. Um. Was it a book I and showed everybody you? Everybody was, oh, the government got up in arms about it. Oh, okay. No, this is a different book. Yeah, it's a different book I was thinking of. But yeah, but go on. He, he, he's, he wrote that book, yeah. And the thing was, I think that was around about, I think I remember it in April or early 2022, because they had Europe Day there. That was the second one. I never, I just still don't know when the first one occurred. But they go out and they investigate at least a couple hundred people due to hate speech and that. And they seem to be making a regular thing of it. Because the last one was this month. Well, if you'll, for- weeks ago. if you'll forgive me, what I think Europe Day should be, it, it's like they have Thanksgiving in, in North America. They should just sit around, have a nice meal, and be thankful to the United Kingdom for there still being uh, all the different states of Europe, rather than yeah, you were about to say and America, but you were and America. Very, we pay yeah, for their national yeah, yeah. defence. That's why they've got big fat welfare programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I was watching a very old series called The World at War just yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this one Who was about that. It's an old coward. Uh, or something. Could have been an old coward. Yeah, yeah. 
at at the end. Sorry, of I didn't mean one, to put you off your track. You're, you're totally off my thread now. At the end of that particular episode, which was about the end of the war and the big victory parades down, um, uh, what's that big road in New Am York? I'm- Oh no, him! No, it was, all, it was all the the, the Americans. That's where they go down through town or Times Square and all the rest of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So the ticker tape coming yeah. out of the office yeah. windows and all the rest of it. Wall Street and yeah, all that stuff. The United States of America at the end of the Second World War was the only country involved in the fighting that was actually richer than when it started. So, in actual fact, was the Second World some of the decisions and, and bloody this gangsters is, over there? Did you know well, that? The, 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 <laughs> the amount of money that the UK suddenly owed the United States of America through the Lend Lease program was huge. We only finished paying that off in 2014, maybe 2016. Wasn't that the buy a ship, sink a ship program? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so it had. The states had more steel that it knew what to do with. It had more jobs than it had people. It had more coal and oil than any other country and was basically uh, in a far better position as a result of the Second World War than anybody else. So when I say they should be grateful to the United Kingdom, I'm going to leave it at that. And uh, I'm sorry, American listeners. I am quite bitter and twisted about all of this. Anytime you two want to jump in, that's great. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. well I, I would, actually got I, it wrong, just, by the way. Yeah, go that on. It wasn't Europe Day. It was Europe Action Day. Europe Action Day. Oh, yeah, Action, Action, Big action. Brother. Uh, Big uh, Brother. Nice Big Marxist brother slogan, that is, yeah. Um, I just like, Speaking of that, I'd just like to point this out. I have this. This is a, a very old book. It's called A Study of Communism. You can pick it up on, uh, on Amazon if you could be less, so lucky as to get a copy of it. Uh, but this is one of the originals. Anyhow, I just so happen to have a, a documented list here of everything that we gave the Soviet Union during Lend-Lease. Would you like for me to tell you what it was? That they, they never paid pay us a dime for. No. Exactly. They never paid us a dime. We bloody and they, did. I know you did. And we never held them to account. What they did is they took all this stuff that we gave them and they took over Eastern Europe with it. Yeah, they did. Because that, yeah. that's what happened. They were left with Eastern Europe. You know, the United States were, were left with huge debts owed to them, financial monetary debts owed to them by the countries that... Um, you know, you manufactured uh, tanks, trucks, the Liberty ships, all, all of those things. Um, and yes, thousands and thousands of American lives were lost uh, in in securing Europe's freedom from, you know, Nazi oppression. But it actually made the United States what it still is today, which is now being rapidly uh, reduced uh, and decreased by the actions of Russia China and certain elements within the European Union. Yes. As a matter of fact, I'm actually, this is how well we actually, we can read the tone of each other's tempos and things when, when we talk about things and just to show people that this is not scripted. You guys have no idea what I'm about to show you. This is something that I just- Is he going to show us one of his specialty toys? I am not going to show you that. No, I'm going (laughs) to show you a documentary, a, a clip from a documentary that was made in America about England after the war was over. Would you like to see it? Because if we look at it today, if we look at it today by comparison of where you guys are, the U.S. and well, basically the West in general, it's not hosted by Pinky and Perky, is it? No, it is not. No, but this is this is, in my opinion, you look at it, it's almost like looking into a foreign country by today's standards. What is a nation really? Only its people. 
They may go back a long way, but the British are above all things a contemporary people, living their lives with enthusiasm and zest and cheerfulness. Who are they? Well, they, they work with their muscles. They wrestle with papers like everyone else. They work in shops. They create things. They communicate things. They control big machines. They conjure with curious secrets. And then there are those who take the responsibility for organizing the community system that is called government. From the small ways of the local town council to the big ways of the nation's administration. All aiming at a new national effort, a new standard of living. Whole new towns have been put up to replace the mean ugliness of overcrowded streets. A thousand new houses every day is the target set and reached. Nor does building mean only houses. An organized life means social services. Like the National Health Service, which gives everyone in Britain the right to free medical care. It means education. Another aspect of the gentle revolution which established the principle of an equal chance for every child to learn how to learn. Both in the centuries-old schools of the traditional past and in the new establishments of the galloping present. This is one of 2,400 like it built since the war. The system of grants and scholarships now allows any child who has the ability to go on to one of the 20 universities, which again continue to mellow the efficiency of today with the charm of a day before. There you have it. It's like looking into a foreign country. King's College, Cambridge. Yeah, uh, and the the uh, public school that they showed, which of course is one that you pay to go to, I think was Charterhouse or possibly even Eton. And then the brutalist building of the uh, new secondary modern school where all us plebs had to go. A thousand new homes a day. Uh, my grandfather came back from Burma, uh, joined a building firm, built the house that he then lived in and rented from the local council for a very long time. We tried to, under the right to buy, we tried to buy the house for him, but he refused because he believed in um, council houses for council tenants and um, did not want any part of it. So on a couple of occasions when my uncle and I both had large chunks of money that we could have bought that house with, he would not let us do it. Uh, now, a immigrant Portuguese family lives in that house and I cannot bring myself to even visit the place to to even just drive past the house where i was brought up because it upsets me so much there was another clip or during that clip as well there was a, a council meeting and i saw a clip today from uh the council of oldham uh which is near leeds i think isn't it or, or is it the other side it's not is it yorkshire or is it lancashire oldham i, I, I honestly don't know leeds. yeah drop from one uh, in the other yeah, so it might be just across the Pennines. However, at the start of this council meeting, the mayor processes in with the, the, the deputy mayor and the head of the council, and the next thing that happened was prayers. But it wasn't, you know, the Lord's Prayer or anything Christian. It was Islamic prayers given by an imam. 
And uh, this is happening now in the UK. Now, to be absolutely fair, it doesn't matter how you speak to your imaginary friend, whether you do it in Arabic out of the Quran or in English out of a translated Bible or in Hebrew out of the Torah. It doesn't matter how you do it, but this is supposed to be a secular, although Christian, country. And that's the level of takeover that's happening in in the UK. We are being overrun. There's a couple of things from the news, and I'll I'll get these off my chest just in case I have to go, because (laughs) today the Tories have have backpedalled on the level of earnings that you require to have in order to get a visa to get your family to join you. So if you're an immigrant... Uh, and uh, someone, a European with the right to stay, you had to be, with their last suggested policy, was you had to be earning £38,500 per year um, to actually apply for the visa to bring someone over to be a permanent resident in the UK. They have backpedalled. That is now down, back down to, I think, 29,000, although the previous number was only 18,000. Here in the UK, another thing mentioned in that clip, the NHS. We like to look after people. If you're here, you will be looked after. That's what the National Health Service is about. That's what our benefit system is about. However, we can't cope with the net levels of migration uh, that's illegal and legal. Last year alone, I mean, we're in December now, last year alone, 750,000 people came to the UK. And about 55% of those were illegal immigrants under this fake asylum-seeking, claiming small boat invasion that that, that we're under. And we, we, we're not building a thousand new homes every week now. No, we're near that. Away. I think you're giving away a thousand new homes every week. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that, that's to non-UK residents. Yes, the, yeah. I, I mean to the you know migration patterns that are coming in. That's where all those free houses are going to. And, I, and I'm aware I sound like a, a goose-stepping fascist, racist Nazi <laughs> when I'm but saying no, this. No, no, no. You sound you sound like no, an English patriot. Actually, but you, I we've mean, been Overton one... windowed so far that you actually sound like that, according to I, mainstream. We politics. can't afford. Yeah. We cannot afford to lose the NHS. That is that's that that creation has to stay there. Otherwise, it's going to fall the same way as the U.S. stuff is. And I'm sorry, the medical situation in America with the privatized hospitals and everything like that is disgusting. Well, just about the best insurance most people have in America is is 2080. So 20 percent you pay, 80 percent gets paid by insurance. And that leads to, as we've discussed before, hospitals hiking their prices up because they know that the um, insurance company are going to haggle about it. So the insurance company ups the premiums and how much it costs to have medical health insurance. And then that 20%, even for minor surgeries, can bankrupt people. And I believe the figures are still at about 500,000 people per year in the United States go bankrupt due to medical health insurance bills. 
and you get, lo- you get loads of offshoots off of that. Like but you the, see, um, you see that the the principle of of the NHS was a labour driven idea. It's a, it is purely socialist in its whole concept, and I think this it it, it needs to be supported by the funding that was intended to, to support it, which is national insurance. Um, that we all pay here in the UK on top of our taxes. It's not yeah. a tax; it's a it's an insurance payment, and that's why that figure of thirty eight thousand pounds before you can start bringing your auntie, your uncle, your nephew, your the the intended groom for your daughter's that's arranged that. marriage over from somewhere because unless you're earning 38 39k you're not paying enough national insurance to cover any subsequent medical bills of the individuals you're bringing over on a visa let alone your own as well so i just don't know why this tory government is making u-turns on these fairly sensible decisions when it's got such a large majority given to it by liar liar pants on fire oh what a big pram filler i am johnson why are the tory party making these u-turns they don't need to they've got the majority to push these bills through and they're not someone is telling them not to do it this is just more evidence of how our government are marionettes they are puppets Anyway, that's what I wanted to say on that. Thank you very much for that little clip, Johnny. It was most informative, and it fitted in. To just, just to put him in a festive mood. <laughs> oh, oh, just wait. You you think you're in a festive mood now? You just wait because I'm. Oh, go oh, ahead, oh. Ned. What do you got? What? Well, well, go on. You you got actually interrupted by Marty, I think, because you were starting to make a point, and he just kind of no, no, no. I'm fine. Away. I'm fine. I'm trying to stay on the Christmas level. I mean, oh, you want to yeah, stay on the Christmas what, level? The NHS. Okay. Yeah, we can't afford to lose it, but that's that's just okay. that's just common well, do you want sense. Want me to get to my it? next antic then? Is, is since we're oh, staying yeah. on the Christmas <laughs> level, let's flip antics. You want to flip antics? Are you sure? <laughs> flip because Marty, this one is for you. Let's segue. Oh, it's you, Marty. This is specifically <laughs> for you. I have been saving this one specifically. Specifically for you. So, are you ready for this? I know. I know you don't. I, I am ready. Like, yes, yeah. I was, the Christmas I was having, spirit, and I, I was having a quiet giggle to myself because when you yeah. said specifically, uh, yeah. uh, really brought my cousin into my head because uh, uh-huh. he can't say that. He always says specifically. Oh, specifically. And, um, yeah, okay. yeah I've never bothered to correct him because it's too okay. amusing. All right. Well, you do know that this is the holiday season, Marty, and and we do have, uh, as you call it in in the UK, you you say Father Christmas, right? But it's it's Santa Claus in other parts. And of course, here they they call it uh, Nicholas, right? Because Saint Nicholas was actually, you know, was a uh, well, I'm I'm I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the really weirdos to come out with Satan claws this Christmas because oh, well, there's plenty of it. Satan statues that have been up around the U.S. They actually <laughs> just put in front devil, of the Michigan devil dodging yeah, yeah. stuff at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I might have something similar to you, Marty. I know that you get into the Christmas spirit, so I would like to give you just a little snippet of something you can pick up this holiday season and you can play around the uh, the fire in your living room on Christmas night. This is Santa Claus, okay? And this is uh, a new release that he's got for this year. Listen. Hello, my name is Klaus, the situation schmap. This Christmas, cuddle up with your loved ones while you enjoy a delicious holiday feast of new ferns and crunchy crickets and pop in a very special collection of songs. The World Enslavement Forum presents Vaxmas It's 23. I'm dreaming of a great reset. 
Like communism, just in smart. Where his team said lection and I detection and tone surveillance everywhere. Like COVID, I gave you my chat, but for every new stash, you had to refresh. This year, a new pandemic is here. Get ready for forced injections. On the fifth day of lockdown, my government gave me five stinky masks. Four COVID tests, three boosters, two who sudden deaths, and attempted genocide. Police at your door. Police at your door. Police at your door. Going your own food is not allowed anymore. You better not ask or lift an eyebrow. Why people are dying suddenly now. Cancer Klaus is coming to town. Right, well, you get the idea. That's all for oh, you. Yes. Thank you very much. Um, when it, obviously, for the benefit of the listener, uh, the video is uh, CGI, and obviously the voice is an AI copy of Klaus's. It's quite accurate, actually. But the bit where they were doing Last Christmas, when it turned into his face on George Michael's body, it actually looked like Sandy Togsvig. I don't know if you're aware of Sandy. Uh, British listeners will be. She's actually a Dane. Uh, she's a comedian and she hosts the QI programme. But it looked just like a... I really hope Klaus gets to see that. I mean, surely he must have people scouring uh, the interweb for anything about him so that you know his PR team can sue or have killed anyone who's really offended him. And I just hope he gets to see that. I think that would make the old c- chuckle like f***. <laughs> that is a German satire outlet that puts those together. That's not the first one they've done, but no, no, no. they do but a pretty good the job. Thing, the thing is, uh, he's he's posing as St. Nicholas, but he is, in fact, the Krampus. And, he, yeah, you know, he we've, we, we're all on the naughty list as far as Klaus is concerned. <laughs> but at least uh, you get a bit of carbon for Christmas. Yeah, a bit of coal. Exactly. But <laughs> no, you're not allowed you to see, burn no, it. I you're am, only allowed no, to you're bury, not. bury it. I'm, I tell you what, Marty, I'm going to send you, well, I've already sent you your gift, but I'm going to send you a follow-up. It should be there by Christmas Day. I'm going to give you a uh, a non-recyclable lithium-ion battery that will be dead and cannot be recharged. I'm also going to send you a solar panel that cannot be used and a windmill that is the desktop version that catches on fire when it spins. Oh, fantastic. Changing the subject slightly, a guy in the UK got sentenced to life, actually, uh, today. He's obviously a Muslim gentleman, and the picture they put up of him on the news, he didn't look like he was the sharpest tool in the box, but he managed to... You guys have uh, life make, sentences? Yeah, yeah. That's, he, that's he, a strange one. Okay. He managed to um, uh, 3D print all the necessary parts to make a drone, which was supposedly for ISIS to use in a terror attack within Europe. And this drone had a a payload compartment so it could deliver a bomb or even chemical weapons. So, yeah, he got tucked away for life today. 
And, you know, when we've looked at the, and by the way, I was wrong the other day. It's not, uh, it wasn't a MiG-23. It was a MiG-21 that they had that pretend ballistic missile on, which was in fact uh, an air-to-air missile. And like the cardboard cutouts we see from Iran coming on, that's what this drone thing that he'd made looked like. I don't think it would have flown with a you know with a 400 mile an hour tailwind and, and and a rocket booster to get it off the ground but he got life for it today so good you know well done one more islamic fundamentalist um tucked away in belmarsh i hope yeah that's a shame he's not going to have a cell next to tony blair He'll i think sweet cell though tony's been having his whole wing uh refurbished for ready for when he moves in so, so that he's got all the comforts he needs. Have all the oh, amenities yeah. that he needs when he gets there, yeah. You'll yeah. just disappear into Africa. Yeah, no, that is true. I don't think he'd be all very right. welcome. Um, are we, what, are we down there? For... You kidding no, me? Right. Are, we, are we ready for the next one? Are we ready for the next one? Marty, oh, you talked no. about being on holiday, right? Oh, I got, I got <laughs> yeah. more. I got more. Yeah, I've, been, I've been stacking this stuff up for a week, right? So I, I have I have something good here. So I, I suppose, <sighs> Marty, we were talking earlier about, yesterday, about the, uh, the conflict in the Middle East. You, you know, there's um, there's a lot that's that's going on over there. Uh, the Houthis are, um, you know, they they're, they've got a lot going on at the moment. There is a, a protest that's happening right now in Yemen. Would you like to see the number of people they've actually put on the streets over there? Uh, and their call is a unifying call of the following. The Zionist coalition doesn't intimidate us. Come if you want to provoke us, right? This is supposedly what's going on in the capital of, of Yemen at the moment, okay, or earlier this afternoon. So anyway, the point is, is that this is one conflict. And I told you that I got told that from a very reliable source to watch for two more conflicts. And we've been seeing one. You look confused. I'm just trying, right. for the benefit of the listener, this is an enormous crowd. If you divide each square centimeter up into, let's say, 50 people... There's about, as in square centimetre on my screen, so square five metres, perhaps on the ground, there has to be a million and a half people there. And what I was looking for is repetitions of blocks of the flags and banners within the crowd to see if that's actually been created with a computer. Uh, CGI, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you see, Yemen has been under sanctions. It's been at war with Saudi and the United Arab Emirates. It's claimed that everyone's starving, yet they've got time and energy to get out on the streets for this. What do you reckon, Ned? It's just stupid mass culture. Well, it is, yeah. It. But it, and anyway, that, that, is, that is a preemptive to actually somebody wants to cause a massive incursion somewhere and a lot of people to yes. die. Yes, I, I agree with that 100%. So anyway, that's one conflict that's happening in the Middle East, right? That's caused a uh, somewhat, I don't even know if you'd call that an actual response. Well, anyway, and I was told to watch for two more. So you've got the uh, the conflict that's happening in Russia uh, with, uh, excuse me, in Ukraine with Russia. You've got Lebanon Israel and- or Libya. What, sorry, what? Lebanon, Libya. No, I know where no, he's no, going no. with this. No, no, no. It, so we've got, a lot further got Ukraine. Yeah, we've got Ukraine and Russia. We've got uh, Israel and Palestine. This would tie into that, right? So if they want to expand the conflict there, it would be, you know, become a wider regional conflict. Would drag in Lebanon, yes. Would drag in Egypt, most likely, and would drag in Yemen and Iran, obviously, because they're funding all of that with Hezbollah uh, and the Houthi. So there's your there's your next conflict. Then this person told me to watch for two more. We've been watching what's going on in South America with Venezuela and Guyana, 
right? There is a possible conflict that would be happening there. They say, the Venezuelans say it's over oil. We all know that's hogwash. Then you have the conflict that is stirring. And the person told me specifically, they said, watch for North Korea invading the South. Watch for that. Okay. Well, I have a statement that was released by the North Korean, uh, whatever, their, their state something or other. There's, yeah. Department uh, of Lies. It, yes, that. Their uh, Politburo, their propaganda department. A statement oh, by on. the spokesperson of the, truth. yes, of the Democratic Republic of Korea's Ministry of National Defense. I see it sounds official. Yeah, it sounds really official. Yeah. Uh, a spokesman for the Ministry of National Defense of the Democratic... I'm not going to go through all that. Made a public statement following uh, of the following statement titled, The Hostile Forces. Any attempt to use nuke uh, to use a nuke will face preemptive and deadly counter-reactions. Right? Preemptive so, and... Preemptive and deadly counter-reactions. Oh, okay. No, not just counter-reactions. Deadly counter-reactions. So you, have to, you have to go with that. <laughs> United States and the military gangsters of the Republic of Korea. A lot of gangsters, apparently, in, in South Korea. I don't know. Uh, who have aggravated the situation in, in the Korean Peninsula with their reckless military provocations, such as a, a deployment of a nuclear strike means and large-scale joint military drills throughout this year, are going to finish the end of the year with a preview of nuclear war. And this goes on and on and on, talking about the United States and South Korea. They're all warmongers and they're military gangsters. They have a nuclear consultative group in Washington, D.C. And uh, the U.S. has taken over, uh, uh, I don't know, preemptive decisions that are now being made in, in the Korean Peninsula area. Anyway, so watch for that conflict, right? Now, what does this have to do with my surprise? You talked about going on holiday, right? That you, you uh -huh. said you were working on something. You were in Catalonia and you were working on something there when you were talking about the uh, the, the oh, silicone. I was guilted thing. into it because Ned was scribbling well, away. Well, yeah, he was so there too. Much. Yeah, he was there yeah. too. What? So the Ned two of you, <laughs> right? So yeah. the two of you like to go on holiday, right? Yeah, you're no. British holiday makers. Yeah, well, of course you're not the typical holiday makers, but you you go on holiday, right? Hey, I don't get well, to go on holiday as much as the social care people. That's true. That's why I said you're not your typical British holiday makers, right? Because I, every time I go on holiday. <clears> Once every COVID. Once every COVID. There you go. <laughs> well, I just like to let you know that there is a new holiday destination that is going to open for British tourists. And I'm sure you guys would be happy to check this one out. Okay. So this will be, you're not going to believe this. The North Koreans are opening Benidorm, which is a beach resort that will be uh, Kim Jong next to Kim Jong-un's mansion. Uh, and it will be open for the summer holidays. And you guys, British tour tourists, will be welcome. What would you think about that? Where's the original right. Benidorm? <laughs> well, Marty's laughing. He's like, you see there, he's on an inner two voice. He's, he's all happy going to the water park. What, what are you, what's so funny about this? Oh, uh, th dear. Think about how wonderful of a holiday destination is. You see, you got the airport right there. Do you know what this smacks of? The, yeah, go on. When, when the Nazis tried to get millions of Jewish people onto trains, into cattle trucks... They showed them videos of this great new places they were going to go to and yes. be in. Yes. And it was a cruel and horrific deception. And of course, the newspaper that you've got this from, because you didn't conceal the top it's, band of no, it, is of course The not. Sun. <laughs> the Sun newspaper. It's funny. We're being funny it, tonight it, and we're being festive. So, well, ho, ho, ho. Uh, come to, uh, you know, Korea's Benidorm and never leave. Not never want to leave. You will never leave. You will be given um, the finest accommodations. I'm sure of it. Honest accommodation, brainwashing, indoctrination, and messages from the party faithful. Yeah. <laughs> oh man.
honestly, the newspapers are f- so full of crap at the moment. Even GB News had um, <laughs> had Cliff Richards. Right now, I- I'm going to be a bit controversial virtual here because there really? might be a, For a yeah, Boris has a new show there. <laughs> Bo- Boris has his own show there now. You know that, right? So, hang what, on. In, so in GB uh, News, yeah. So what oh, happens right. I if, somebody, if somebody actually books a holiday in Benidorm, the real Benidorm, they get redirected to North Korea? Yeah, That's yeah. true. Yeah. I'm sorry, your tickets are, are for... See this bit here on the end where it says Benidorm NK? Uh, that's Benidorm, North Korea. That's where you're going. So, you know, oh, man. But as I was saying, they had yeah. Cliff Richards on a on a... GB News program, and um, he was talking about Elvis and the influences and first hearing Elvis when he was a kid, as in when Cliff Richard was a kid, and how it affected him and turned him on musically uh, and so on. A bit later on, he was saying, you know, when he met Elvis, Elvis had got fat. And so the headline was Cliff Richard fat shames Elvis. (laughs) Right, they were that short of a news item. They had to put something as shit as that. Hang on, on. hang on. Let's get this right. Yeah, how can you fat shame anybody if they're fat? They're fat. If they're thin, they're thin. Humans come in all sizes. You you probably could have got a job (laughs) with um with Elvis because you know he liked to to chow down whilst on the um on the porcelain. So he must have gone through a fair few toilet seats. <laughs> so you could have replaced them for him on a on, yeah, on a daily week. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Mike, you're onto something there because one of the few items, because of hygiene reasons, if someone buys a toilet seat, takes it home, unwraps it, and puts it on his toilet, right? And he and then he goes, Oh, bollocks, wrong one. He's not allowed to return it if he's taken the wrapping off. He's because of hygiene to... reasons. You and can't on the wrapping, and on the wrapping, it also money says, maker. <laughs> do not eat oversized um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on this seat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it says that. Um, one, yeah, uh-huh. uh, that, that is very amusing, Johnny. As you say, we are in a festive mood, so ho, 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 off we go to North Number. Korea. And now, off we one, go to please. North Korea. Well, the next one, please, yeah. Johnny. The next one, please. Okay, the, again, Marty, this one is one I picked just for you. This Ned already knows what this is. I told him. Not, Moi? Yeah, oh, I come told on, him, now you're blaming told, me. No, I'm He's not, blaming, it, now I'm you not blaming you for anything. I told <laughs> Ned about this earlier in the week, yeah, and I yeah. said, you cannot tell him what this is. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Thanks, mate. Is. Yeah. So I'm not holding him responsible. It's not his fault. I I did swear him to secrecy. So if you want to blame anybody, you can blame me. Okay. So I'm I'm taking full responsibility for this one. <laughs> Marty, you're, you're yeah, a big okay. fan of the oh, yeah. Bring it on. You do the uh, you do the LARP thing. You're a big fan of like the the Viking era stuff. Yeah. So you're all you're all about that, right? Yes. Uh, to a certain extent, yes. He, can, yes. he cannot even keep a straight face. Look at him. Because he you knows see, what's normally, coming. I, I normally, found it very informative, actually. If, so did if I. Ned and, if Ned and I are in the same room, he's the responsible adult. If it goes wrong, he's responsible. Yeah. So this... this, this Okay. I don't know how many. Yeah, I don't know how many different ways this one cannot go wrong when you see this one. So um, it's it's informative. It's it's, it's, yes, it's very informative. 
Yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, Marty, you're a fan of the the Viking era. So you're you're all about everything that happened during that time. You you get into the the whole role of it all when you do the LARP thing. And you make sure everybody else stays in character. So I and I understand that. I think it's fantastic. I, I love that kind of stuff. But unfortunately, I think the next <laughs> LARP event, Pinocchio. You, yeah, you might have to change some things about that. Viking hordes may have been trans. <laughs> <laughs> Transgender warriors were among the Vikings who ransacked Scotland more than a thousand years ago. A leading historian believes this. Um, <laughs> is this not ridiculous? No, it, there's a um, uh, a parody uh, comedy series called Norsemen. And it's quite good, actually. It's hilarious. I have heard of it, yeah. Right. And you know from the the great thing with um, Ragnar Lothbrok and Floki no. and Rollo that was no. on that big series, most people would have watched it. Yeah. Um, and, of course, then you had Lagatha, who's a shield maiden. And Lagatha went on raids uh, with the rest of her people from uh, Katakat, which was this big Norwegian harbour where a lot of the, the Vikings uh, set off from. But in Norsemen, the shield maiden in that, because, and this this is a terrible subject, because it, it was all about the rape and pillage, wasn't it? The Viking raiders would go through anything. You know, that's why in the <laughs> Highland cattle, <laughs> Highland cattle were nervous when they when they heard the the Big horns, ones, yeah. uh, you know, uh, of the Vikings coming ashore. But the the shield maiden in Norseman, the comedy, uh, had made a necklaces had made a necklace of all the testicles of every man she'd raped while she was pillaging. Uh, while she was on, on the raids. No, there were no such thing as trans Vikings. What there were, were sure? female warriors. <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure... maidens. I'm pretty sure they hadn't, um, you know, had any puberty blockers, reassignment surgeries. Identification didn't, problems. Didn't wear each <laughs> other's clothes. Yeah, archery. Women have a problem with archery. And I witnessed this at, at the weekend. Uh, we were oh. just doing some indoor archery at a party. It was a medieval-themed party, and we had an archery competition indoors because we were using LARP arrows, big, safe uh, foam ends to the arrows and a target down the end of the room. And a couple of the ladies who had never shot a bow before did wind up with a slightly sore left-hand side, shall we say. And so there is rumour, legend, that the people that the Amazons are based on, the, the Greek warriors or female warriors, used to remove their left breast so that they could fire their bow unimpeded. Uh, maybe that's what they're talking about. That would be a reassignment surgery, but only half. So who knows? Trans Vikings, thank you very much. I hope. I hope you enjoy the response. Ah, dear. But that is a good, that is a good, that is a hell of a program, by the way. Who it paid these pricks? Who paid these pricks to do this study? What That's, university I, did I it come out know. of? My, no my, my, yeah. You're starting to rise to the bait. <laughs> well, you know me. I'll, I'll, That's I'll okay, because he's going to go to a party and he's going to have some drinks and now he's going to be all fired up before he gets there. So he's not going to be gonna able to He's going to have a big, long, blonde wig with horns on his helmet. Horns coming off the side. And a them oh, they badge on it. He's going to be blowing his, uh, oh, his no, 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 no. walks in with a no, shield. Yeah. No, I can't. 
I can't do, say I can't mention any of that this evening because the daughter of the couple that we're going to, and I really don't give a flying rat's ass if, um, of testicles. if they listen to this, which of course they don't. It's very difficult to persuade a lot of people in my they're in my life to actually listen to our podcast because they are so closed off to the whole thing. But their one of their daughters is trans. And uh, so I can't mention any of this. When the gentleman that I spoke about uh, and asked him if he knew what the Maunder minimum was, and he didn't, despite the fact that he was uh, a meteorological expert from the Royal Navy. An expert, uh, yeah. Expert, yeah, which is a a drip under pressure, isn't it? <laughs> uh, has been under pressure. Yes, Ned it's, talked it's, about that in, in the opening, yeah. yes, about a drip um, under pressure. When when I started to talk about stuff and um, put a few what they would consider to be controversial points forward, I could see his expression just change and him withdraw in within himself, shrinking like when you poke a snail on the nose and watch it go back into its shell. So I, 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 tonight I'm just going to have to talk about funny stuff that doesn't challenge anybody. And where's the fun in that? There is no fun in that, actually. Um, I'm hoping we'll get singing because we're all theatre types. <laughs> Two of them are musicians. Uh, they're in a band. It's a great band. And Spike, who is the drummer and sings in the band, also thinks the way we do. So uh, I can at least have a bit of a conversation with him. And if it all kicks off and I start to get controversial, I will have some backup. So, I'll tell you what, you just made me think of one of the worst nightmares out must be a naval mess Christmas deck. lunch with my lo- mother-in-law. <laughs> a naval so, mess deck where you're worried about upsetting people, so you don't say No anything. one used to worry about upsetting <laughs> me. I was say, I have you never heard of well. such a thing. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, well, uh, actually, all four men tonight are ex-Navy. We've got. Well, a, you're entitled to your opinion. Keep I was going to say there's, there shouldn't be anybody getting offended there. <laughs> it's not. It's not the men who get who probably get offended. Is it? That's it's very going true. to be their other halves. Yeah. And yeah. that is not meant to be misogynistic. It's just. It's that not. It's their not. other halves haven't gone through the same shit we have. Now, and the, if, big, the biggest problem you've got there is if you did upset a bloke, it'd, it'd say his piece and it'd be over. If you upset that one of those ladies, she's going to be on your deathbed giving you a prod. <laughs> so many years' time giving it. Do you remember this? <laughs> now, he's being misogynistic. and, and No, I'm telling you the truth. Well, no, he's no, just no. giving yeah. you the facts around the we symbolism. Of well, you, you, we you are, are two inspi- separate creations that just you, you really mesh. You are to that opinion. But, I couldn't possibly comment. But you spineless bastard Ah. (laughs) right we're winding down on the final few minutes here it has been an absolute slice this evening because it's really been anything but political we kind of threw some political humor into it obviously with santa claus and all the rest of it i'm looking um, forward to my lump of coal for christmas yeah well that's too bad what you can't carbon i was gonna say you're not allowed to have that i'll send you one of those those dead uh, lithium-ion batteries too nothing i'm at it yeah Final words for the uh, for the holiday season. I, I mean, I would like to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Thank you all for joining us this entire year. Yeah. Uh, it's been Merry great. Uh, we've gone through quite a bit of changes this year, and we will 
continue to do the same into next year. And I, I just, I'm looking forward to the new year because I think next year is going to be even crazier than this last one. So, uh, well, I'm I've just popped a couple of ribs tonight. So yeah. Have you? Good. <laughs> was it putting the <laughs> toilet seat on? Is that what it was all about? <laughs> I just laughing too much. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so, all right, Ned, what do you got for the, uh, the final words for the listeners for the, uh, the holiday season here? I haven't really just, just chill out, have a good Christmas. We'll see you after it. And uh, I'm sure we'll have lots of misery to talk about later yes, on. Yes, we certainly will, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll save all the misery for 2024. Uh, I'm sure they've got plenty of misery lined up for us. Keep an eye on the headlines, read between the lines, get your news sources from several different places or get your news from several different places, read between the lines, enjoy life. You only get one unless you're a Buddhist. And I want to wish our good friend Bruce well, and I hope he has a great Christmas. And I look forward to seeing him in the new year. As do I. All right. Well, that will do us for today and for possibly this year. I don't know. We'll have to, uh, we'll, we'll leave that one tentative and we'll uh, we'll come back to that after the holiday, the Christmas holiday. So thank you gentlemen for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a Merry Christmas and we will see you soon. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.